winning sectors for 2023. This is going to be good. So here's how I feel. I feel like defense is always a win. Your Lockheed Martins, your Raytheons, your Boeings. I'm cautious on Boeing, but I feel like defense, healthcare is a win. But also, I'm going to add this. I think that financials is a way to go moving into this year. I think that financials is a play. Now, remember, this is just my idea of the market. We watch financials come down to a 14.54 PE ratio, which means financials are actually cheaper than the market. The reason why I think financials will be important because I feel like interest rates will still get hiked, but I feel like they'll slow down. And because they'll slow down, I feel like people will loosen up a little bit in the financial sector. The money isn't expensive as it was, but I feel like there can be some moves to be made in the financial industry if you find the right ones. Next, I feel like healthcare, which is still kind of expensive. Why? Because healthcare still beat the market last year. But I still feel like your Mercs, your Eli Lillies, your uh, companies like that, I feel like they will do well moving forward. Now, watch what I'm about to say. Watch what I'm about to say. There is a specific space inside of technology that I feel we can go to. And I think it is in software or cloud. Here's why. The tech sector is now trading at 22, at a 22 PE, which is a multiple. We saw it as high as 27. The tech sector has come down extremely. Now it is still expensive compared to the S&P, but here's what we gotta understand. Tech is always where your growth is, so the multiples for tech will always be a bit higher. <laughs> Write that down. Growth is majority and predominantly in the tech industry, so tech will always be a bit more expensive than the S&P 500. Right? Right? Tech will always be a bit more expensive than the S&P 500 because of the growth that's there. Now, I believe the growth that will be in technology will be in 2023. Now, AI is a little further. But in 2023, I think the industry inside of tech, so there's a tech sector and inside of the sector, there's industries. I think in the software and in the cloud is where we'll see the most upward winds in tech. All right, let's go. All right, man, I'm feeling good tonight, man. I'm feeling good. So I want to show you all something right quick. Let's go to the board. When I talk to you all about PEs and PE ratios, I want you to understand something that is specific. All right. So right here, we're looking at the communication sector, services sector, right? So the red, I'm sorry, is where we usually trade at. It's where we usually is trading at. Right now, it's trading at a 15 PE. 
right? So now we're looking at, is this sector cheap or is this sector expensive, right? Is this sector cheap or is the sector expensive? And right here, I'm gonna give you two different examples. So normally this sector, as of the last maybe three couple years, it's been trading at a 19 PE ratio. Right now it's trading at a 15.6 PE ratio. So that's telling us that it is trading lower than the norm. The PE has now come down. This means that there may be an opportunity inside of the communication services sector. Facebook, T-Mobile, Roku, right? T-Mobile got downgraded today. I don't know why, but it got downgraded today. I think the analyst is crazy. But I came along and said this maybe episode one. I said T-Mobile is where the most growth is at out of Verizon, AT&T. So this tells us that this industry is actually cheap. Now, what we got to watch out for is what's called a value trap. It's when a value company or a growth company is trading at a cheap ratio, but the fundamentals may not align. Right? This is one way I'm teaching you right here. I'm teaching you this right here. No, somebody online is trying to sell you this for 1997, y'all. Right? So, using our investing standards, we can say, okay, if this is at trading normally, on average is at 19.3 PE, is trading at 15.6, this means this industry or sector is cheap. We gotta now go in and find out where to buy an opportunity at. Let's go a little further, all right? Now we're gonna look at this consumer discretionary. What is consumer discretionary, Trap? That's your Amazon, your Teslas, right? When people buying based on what the economy is doing. Normally, this sector has a 28.9 PE ratio. Watch this. It's now trading at 24.4. Is it cheap? Well, Amazon, Tesla, and Nike is in this sector. Let's think about this for a second. If the S&P 500 is at a 17 PE and this has been trading at a 28.9 PE and it's 24.4, it's not necessarily cheap. But it is cheaper than what it has been. It normally is in a range of 28.9. It's now in a range of 28.4, which means it's cheaper than it usually has been, but is it still on sale? All right, so you have the consumer staples. This is where your big dividend plays are. If we go back to the beginning, we realize what we said in the beginning. Dividends help stocks do what? Outperform the market. Dividends help stocks outperform the market. I get a better return. I'm going to say, so dividends help stocks get a better return, right? So now we're looking at Pepsi, Walmart, Costco. Check this out. Normally, they're trading at a 19.7 PE, but right now they're trading at a 21.7 PE. That tells us that these stocks are expensive. This tells us that these stocks, Pepsi, Walmart, Costco, are expensive.
They're normally trading at a 19.7 PE. They're now trading at a 21.7 PE. That tells us that these stocks are expensive. These stocks were expensive. Now, if we're looking at this, let's dig a little deeper. We're looking at this, a buying opportunity may have been here, 2018, right? It was around maybe a 15 PE. We saw it shoot up from 2018 to 2019. We saw it shoot up, right? And then pandemic, we saw it come back down. This was cheap because it was below its trading PE. I'm giving you a lesson right here. Then we saw it skyrocket during the pandemic from here to here, right? At this point, it was out of range. Still cheap, we saw it go sideways, then we saw it run. Now, watch this. 2020, we saw all these stocks take a L. We saw them trade cheap. Boom. Pandemic, pandemic, the market got flooded with money. We saw these stocks run. From 2020 to 2021, it ran. We saw it take a minor dip under its normal trading PE. And then we saw it run again. But then, watch this, we saw it dip. This is when I bought it for the recession portfolio. Costco is in my recession portfolio. It was in this area under its 19.7 PE. We bought it in its recession portfolio and we saw it run. Costco followed the benchmark of consumer staples. <laughs> that boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Ah, let's get back in my seat, man. Let's run a bag up. Let's run a bag up. Let's run a bag up, please. All right, man. Let's go a little further, man. All right. Where to invest in 2023, man? Dominant players. I think we should find cheap valuations on companies. I think if we patient, we can find some cheap valuations. We can find something that's real attractive using our investing standards. Uh, I think there's also some plays in industrials in the data centers. I think there's plays there, industrials and data centers for sure. Um, strong enterprise software names. You know, that's what I talked about. Enterprise software is where I think it'll be at in the tech industry. Let's go. And I want to use this, man. Serving dimes in a drought, man. I was doing some research, man, and I saw that restaurants were up 15% from November to December 24th. At the same time, food prices was up. So restaurant was up and grocery sales was up. Restaurants were doing well from December, 20, December 1st, November 1st to December 24th. Serving dimes in a drought, man. God damn. Make your money, man. Got doggone money. Let's go, man. So here's some of the brands, man. McDonald's, restaurant brands. Remember I told you, oh, this is good. Watch this. Remember we talked about earlier, like investing in what you know. Remember what I said. You don't got to invest in what you know, but what happens is you can take what you know and compare all the companies that are similar. So, serving dimes in the drought, we talking about restaurants. So, we talking about McDonald's, restaurant brand, which owns Popeyes and Burger King, Chipotle, Texas uh, Roadhouse, 
Starbucks and Domino's. These are one, two, three, four, five, six companies that are in the same industry. Find one that's good. Investing in what you know means not buying the company itself, but looking in the industry and saying, which one is best for my investing standards? Let's go, man.